Alright guys, I'm back this week for another episode of the podcast. This time I'm going to be covering The Priest. This is the iconic cloth healer class for World of Warcraft. Um, widely considered to be the best healer, um, but I think a lot of the healers... Um, I think all the healers have a place really in vanilla. And it's just a very... Um, it's a very sought-after role. Um, a lot of people play DPS, so tanks and healers are always necessary because uh, there's normally not an overabundance of them. So I think playing any of the healers, you're in a good place in vanilla and people will want you. Um, but Priest is definitely the iconic healer. Um, and they do it quite well. Um, I'm going to be going over the spells quickly, and then we'll be going into the... Um, quests and the um, the talents towards the end. Uh, but as far as spells go, um, they start out with Smite. This is like their generic uh, damaging ability. Uh, Smite does holy damage, and the neat thing about holy damage is there is no holy resist. Uh, same thing goes with Paladins. Um, so you can still be resisted, but you can't like, other players can't put on Holy Resist. There is no such thing as Holy Resist. So once you're over the hit cap uh, for PvP, uh, that's it. They can't... There's no way to get any Holy Resist on your gear like you could with Shadow or Fire or Frost or Nature or Arcane. There is no Holy Resist. So that's a neat thing for Paladins and Priests. Uh, but Smite is just your generic nuke. It's a... It goes up to, I think, a 2-second cast time, or maybe 2.5, and then you can Talon it down. Um, one of those two. And you get your first heal, which is Lesser Heal, uh, just a generic cast time heal, which you'll be replacing later on. So heals are funny. You get Lesser Heal, and then later on you get Heal, and then later on you get Greater Heal. Um, you'll pretty much never use Lesser Heal, but you will go back and use Heal um, at higher levels to downrank, because you don't want to just spam um, greater heal, because downranking is important for uh, PvE healing, and even PvP healing. You don't want to be overhealing. So, um, you do get those three different flavors of heals. Um, your damage over time dot is Shadow Word Pain. Um, it's a pretty strong dot, and you can talent it to make it better if you're going into the shadow tree. Uh, but even if you don't talent it, it's just a really solid damage over time effect. Um, you get Power Ward Shield, which is one of the priest's best spells. So what it does is it lasts 30 seconds and it puts a debuff on the target that once you've been shielded, you cannot be shielded again for 15 seconds. And that's shared among all priests. So if one priest in a raid puts a power shield on a target, uh, then nobody else can shield that target for 15 seconds. But what it does do is, since it lasts longer than uh, the um, the cooldown, it doesn't actually have a cooldown, the spell itself, but the 15-second debuff gives it like a quote-unquote 15-second cooldown. But you can pre-buff with power shield, and then once it falls off, if you're fighting between 15 and 30 seconds, you can rebuff Power Ward Shield. So you basically get the effect of two of them if you're fighting. Um, or if you expect someone to be taking a lot of damage, like a mage. Like let's say a mage is going to be AoE pulling in a dungeon. And he's going to be getting a lot of uh, aggro and taking a lot of damage. You can pre-shield him. And what Power Word Shield does is it absorbs damage of all types, and spellcasting will not be interrupted while the shield holds. So if you shield yourself, you can heal without getting pushed back um, as long as the shield holds. Then you get Renew, which is a healing overtime effect uh, for priests. It's pretty good. It's the only one you get. Uh, you're not playing a druid, so you don't get multiple uh, healing overtime effects. But Priest is a strong healer in the fact that they have a lot of versatility. 
they get a lot of different types of heals. So they get like cast time heals, instant cast heals, heal over times. So this is your healing over time in Renew. It's pretty strong and you're definitely going to be using it all the time to top off people in uh, PvE and PvP. You get Fade, which is a temporary aggro dump. Um, so it, it just reduces your, your aggro. It doesn't completely remove it. And it only lasts for 10 seconds. But if you're in a dungeon and your tank loses aggro on one of the mobs and it starts coming towards you, uh, you pop Fade and your fret will go down. And hopefully it'll go back to the tank or at the very least it'll go onto somebody else that isn't you. So um, Fade is just, it's only for PvE, but it's pretty strong. Um, you get Resurrection, which is just a res, 10 second um, res. So the only healer in vanilla that doesn't get a standard uh, res out of combat is druids. Druids only have combat res or battle res. So um, that's good and bad. It's good in the fact that they can battle res, which no other class can do. But it's bad in the sense that if you're running a five-man dungeon uh, and you, everybody wipes except like you then the only way to res them is by using your battle res. Priests don't have that problem. Uh, they can just res the whole party if they're the only one who survives or if a few people go down, but it's not a total wipe. They can res everybody. Uh, you get Mind Blast, which is your primary damaging nuke. Um, it does have a cooldown, unlike Smite, but it's a 1.5 second cast at all levels. And it does shadow damage, and it hits much harder than Smite does. So you're definitely going to be using this, especially if you're Shadow Priest. You're always going to be using this. But if you're any Priest, you'll be using Mind Blast over Smite um, when possible. Um, and it does cause a large amount of fret. So keep that in mind if you're doing a dungeon as a DPS Priest. Uh, it will rip aggro if you're not careful. Because it does cause a large amount of fret. Then you get your first buff, uh, which is Powered Fortitude. Um, it increases the stamina of a target. You can buff yourself, you can buff other people, and it just gives them more stamina. It's a very, very powerful buff, so you're always going to be buffing this in PvE and PvP. Um, and then you get uh, a personal buff that you can only put on yourself, which is Inner Fire. And it increases your armor by a significant amount. So it has, I believe, uh, 20 charges. And every time you get hit, you'll lose one charge. So if you have a rogue on you and you're tanking him for a long time, or a hunter pet, or some something that attacks quickly and attacks you a lot, you will need to rebuff Inner Fire in order to... Uh, keep your armor up because that is really important in PvP. And in PvE, I mean, if you get attacked by a mob in a dungeon 20 times, you're already dead. So just make sure you have it up so that you won't get bursted down. Um, priests get to cure. Um, priests get to cure magic, and they get to cure disease. So those are the two. Um, debuffs that priests get they get magic and disease so cure disease is just exactly what it sounds like and then the spell magic is uh it's a dual purpose spell so you can use it to purge magic effects from enemy targets if you're targeting an enemy you can purge off stuff like uh shields or buffs any magic effect that the target has on them and if you're using it on a friendly target you can uh, get rid of magic effects, uh, debuffs. You can get rid of debuffs. So at max rank, the spell magic dispels two uh, magic effects, and uh, you it also purges two magic effects at max rank. It starts off as one, and then it um, it gets better with the next rank. So then you get psychic scream, which is your primary. Uh, defensive ability uh, it's a point blank AOE uh, fear and it fears up to five targets at max rank 
and they'll flee for eight seconds and the damage can break the effect like most cc's but it's not guaranteed to break so fear is one of those that the more damage you're taking the higher chance to break but it's not a guaranteed break like a polymorph or something so the problem with psychic scream for alliance characters is a lot of horde characters are undead and they have a fear break and psychic scream is one of your only defensive abilities as a priest so it's definitely unfortunate that it's not as strong for um alliance priests so keep that in mind that you will have to deal with will the forsaken along with stuff like pvp trinkets uh and other ways to break fear so just keep that in mind then we get um holy fire this is another uh damaging ability and it's a long cast time holy damage uh, ability and it does a decent amount of damage and it puts a damage over time small damage over time effect on the target but it's a 3.5 second cast so you can talent it down but it is a very long cast time so keep that in mind uh you get mind soothe which is kind of a neat thing so what it does it, uh, it actually reduces the aggro radius of mobs um and so what you can do is you can actually use it to skip packs of mobs in dungeons if you know what you're doing you can soothe all the mobs and then run past them if you're uh, equal level and you know the aggro ranges like pretty well you can actually use it to skip certain packs um i wouldn't recommend it unless you know what you're doing with your group but it is very neat um and it is something that you can do and then you also get one of my favorite abilities, one of my absolute favorite abilities, which is Mind Vision. And with that, you can target a mob that's far away, and you can cast Mind Vision, and it lets you see from their point of view. So basically, your camera will switch to above their head, so you can see where they are. And then, I'm not sure if they'll bring this back for vanilla, but what you used to be able to do is you could Mind Vision a target that was far away, and then you could see what they would see, even the mobs that are near them. So you could actually mind vision jump your way across the zone or in, across the dungeon. So you could see toward like the end of the dungeon as you're mind visioning your way from, from creep pack to creep pack, which is pretty cool. And then one of the other primary uses for it is uh, finding the flag carrier in Warsong Gulch. Uh, as long as you can slash target their name, so it'll tell you like who picked up the flag. You can slash target them. And as long as you're in range, uh, as long as you're close enough to have their character loaded, you can then mind vision and you can see if they're hiding somewhere. You can see if they're running down the tunnel or if they're running ramp. So mind vision is really cool for that. One of my favorite spells. Um, you get mana burn, which is... Now, I talked a lot about mana burn in the hunter video because Viper Sting is so strong. Mana Burn is strong, but it's not nearly as strong as Viper Sting because uh, Viper Sting, one, uh, it burns a lot of mana um, and it's instant cast. Whereas for the Priest, it's a three second cast time and you can talent it to make it shorter, but it's still a... Um, it's still not nearly as good as Viper Sting, basically. And there's other things that your priest will want to be doing other than mana burning. Uh, but it is definitely a strong... Um, it is definitely still a strong uh, ability. And you will be mana burning targets in PvP. And even in PvE, there are some rare niche cases where mana burning is valuable. Uh, because some mobs just do nasty things with their mana. So you might have multiple hunters viper stinging a mob or multiple priest mana burning a mob, but it is very rare. Uh, but mana burn is still a pretty strong ability, so don't underestimate it. Uh, another heal you get is flash heal. So this is your really quick, really inefficient heal. Uh, you would never want to use this in PVE unless you have to, because it is such an insane mana burn um, on yourself. 
the healing is just not very good for the amount of mana that you're burning, but it is very, very fast. So in PvP, you will need to be using Flash Heal to like save targets at low health. Um, if they're just about to die, normally you'll put on a Power Word Shield and then start chain casting Flash Heal just to pick them off, up off of uh, Death's Door. You don't want them to die. Um, so it's very much your emergency heal button. So keep that in mind because the mana cost is so absurd. Um, there's some talented abilities I'll get to later. Uh, your AoE heal, uh, one of your AoE heals, your, your primary AoE heal is Prayer of Healing. Uh, it heals your party members within 30 yards for a large amount. It does cost a lot of mana, but since it's being spread out across your whole party, if your whole party is taking damage, it's pretty efficient. Um, but keep in mind that uh, it does cost a lot of mana. So you can run yourself Oom, and it only affects party members. So if, you, if you're in a raid and you're very organized, it can be a strong ability. Or in PvP, if your whole group is like defending a point in Arafi Basin, uh, you can get a lot of work out of Prayer of Healing. So keep that in mind. Uh, another uh, buff that uh, priests get is Shatter Protection. So they can increase uh, their own or a anybody else's Shadow Protection. Or sorry, Shadow Resistance by a large amount. And it's definitely valuable for certain fights where shadow damage is the primary form of damage. Or in PvP, um, uh, it can be useful as either a trash, uh, trash buff, which I'll get into later uh, after I go through all of the uh, class guides. Or it can be useful if you're playing versus other priests who do shadow damage or warlocks uh, shadow protection can help uh, just reduce the damage or resist key spells now one of the uh, absolute crowd favorite spells is mind control which is one of the most fun spells in the game so what it lets you do is you can mind control um, humanoid mobs or players so players, you can use it to grab control of... It's a free second cast, and you will be channeling while you're casting it, so keep that in mind. But you can use it as a uh, CC. So if you're with somebody else, and somebody and like their healer is healing the guy that you're trying to kill, you could, for example, mind control the healer, and then run him away from the fight, or just have him stand there and do nothing while his teammate dies. Um, the most common use is um, in Blackrock Mountain. What people will do is they'll stand in the Blackrock Mountain and they'll mind control people and throw them off the cliff to their death, which will actually break their armor by 10%, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Uh, you can actually cause other people to lose money and also just grief them by killing them. Um, and in a dungeon scenario, what you can do is you can have a priest um, mind control uh, one mob in a group of enemies. And then if nobody else fights, uh, fights if nobody else gets any aggro on the pole, all of the mobs in that pole will kill the mob that you're mind controlling. And there'll be one less pole or one less mob in the pole. Uh, all the threat will then go on to the priest, so your tank does have to be pretty quick to pick them all up. But it is a very useful uh, tactic for reducing the amount of mobs in a in a dungeon on dangerous pulls. You can have a priest mind control it. All the mobs will kill that one mob, and then you can jump in and after it's dead and finish off the rest of them. So. Mind control, very, very fun ability. Um, let's see. Uh, you get Abolish Disease, which is just the upgraded version of uh, Cure Disease. Um, 
Let's see. You get Levitate, a really fun spell that, uh, along with Mages, they're the only ones who get an effect like this. Mages get Slow Fall, Priests get Levitate, and it basically just lets you jump off of really high places and fall, um, like fall without dying, because it slows your uh, movement speed. And you can also um, you can also jump uh, while you're in the water and cast levitate, and you can actually walk on top of water. So that's cool, because you'll be levitating above the water. So pretty neat. Levitate's a good spell. I definitely enjoy using it. Um, don't need to cover the racials, because I already did that in the racial video. So priests are very racial dependent. Depending which race you get, you get different priest-only racials. So definitely check out that video, uh, because it definitely impacts what you want to play more than most classes. Priests are very race-dependent, race so keep that in mind. Um, I don't know why I keep saying keep that in mind, but that's that seems to be my go-to for this video, or this episode. Uh, one of your primary C pretty much your primary CC in a dungeon scenario is Shackle Undead, uh, because priests are the only class, along with paladins, that really get anti-undead tools, and Shackle Undead is just a great, um, it's just a great crowd control effect uh, for dungeons like Stratholm and Skullomance. Uh It only works on undead, but it works like a polymorph type effect for undead. So any damage will break the shackle, but it is very, very, very strong. So priests are very wanted for those dungeons for that reason. It just helps make it much easier. Um, I already talked about greater heal. Um, okay, hopefully, hopefully I got all the spells. Uh, I have not covered the spells from talents because I'll go over those. Um, in a little bit. So let's talk about uh, leveling. So for the priest, leveling is, I would put priests, um, in terms of speed, priests are in the middle of the pack. They're not super fast. But in terms of leveling, like the easiness of leveling, the ease of leveling, Priests, I would put at second behind hunters. So hunters are just the best at everything for leveling. That's just that's just what they do. The pet is too good. Um, so they're the easiest or the fastest or the everything. But if I was to pick the second easiest class to level, I would pick priest. And that's for one very simple reason. You can never die as a priest while leveling unless you radically screw up like unbelievably mess up because of how the priest levels and how the um how the uh the, basically the way you level you're a ranged character who can heal themselves who does like okay damage so you can basically never die even if you pull more than one mob even if you pull a whole bunch of mobs you can even just cast fear and run away um so you're basically extremely safe while leveling. So what you should be doing to level is uh, as soon as you hit level 10, you put your first five points into Spirit Tap, which is in the Shadow Tree, and it gives you a 100% chance at, level f at rank 5 to gain a 100% bonus to your Spirit after killing a target that yields experience. And then for the duration, your mana will regenerate at a 50% rate while casting. And it lasts 15 seconds. So basically what that means is that after you kill a target that gives you experience or honor, um, you'll get this buff on yourself, which will double your, your spirit, um, which will make your mana regen start regening extremely quickly. And... If you're casting, your mana will still regenerate at 50%, even when you're casting. So, that's just a ridiculous amount of mana that you're going to be regenerating, which is the only limiting factor for priests. Because obviously, if they have mana, they can just heal themselves. 
So priests are one of the classes that never, ever, ever has to stop and drink or eat, ever, if you're playing correctly. So after you get five points in Spirit Tap, you get two points in Improved Shadow Word Pain. And that just makes your damage over time uh, from Shadow Word Pain spell. It lasts six seconds longer. So it's two extra ticks of damage from Shadow Word Pain. And then you'll jump over to the Discipline Tree. And you'll get uh, improve your damage with wands by 25%. And so, and then finally, you'll get improved power ward shield, which increases the damage absorbed by your power ward shield by 15%. Now that is everything you need in your core leveling package. So what you do when you're running up to a mob, you want to make sure that you always have a very good wand. Um... You always want to keep your wand updated. The best early wands you can get are from enchanting. So if you have an enchanter friend or if you're an enchanter yourself, you can make some nice wands for yourself. Otherwise, you can always get wands from quests. Um, but what you do is you run up close to the mob or on your way to the mob. You'll buff yourself with power or shield. You'll mind blast the mob. You'll immediately cast shadow word pain. And then you can either cast a smite, or you can just start wanding. You, it might just be more damage to just wand and not even smite the mob. And then you, the mob will die to your wand and your shadow or pain, and you won't even take damage because you'll be powered shielded. And then the mob dies, and you get a bunch of spirit from spirit tap. And your mana will start regenerating like crazy. And then you move on to the next mob. And you buff yourself with Power Word Shield. You Mind Blast, Shadow Word Pain. And then you wand it to death. And that's how you level from... Uh, basically, as soon as you get your wand, you level exactly like that until level 40. And I'm not even going to tell you where to put the rest of your points. Because some people will tell you to put it into Shadow... Um, so I, I normally keep going in discipline because I don't mind flay the mob. So I don't really use any of the stuff from shadow. And if I go into discipline, it lets me heal dungeons easier. And like, as long as you have those core 15 points, then you don't need anything else. And then at level 40, you can either keep leveling by just wanding or you can, uh, just respec and go shadow form. So that's the leveling. Um, it's reasonably fast, but it is very, very, very easy. So you should never die, and it's very safe. Very safe way to level. So as far as class quests go, um, really the only uh, significant class quest that you get besides your racial ability is Benediction and Anathema. And so what that is, is it's a very, very cool uh, quest chain where you have to save these villagers that are, like, taking damage from different things. And there's, like, skeletons trying to kill you, and it's all in uh, Eastern Plaguelands. And you have to cure disease on the villagers and heal them and make sure you don't run out of mana. And you need items from uh, Molten Core uh, from Major Demo's chest. So every time you kill Major Domo, you can either get the Hunter uh, quest item or the Priest quest item. So it's just pretty cool. Uh, very, very cool quest line. Very strong weapon. So Benediction and Anathema, are, it's, it's one weapon, and then you can switch it, and it has a cooldown. And it switches from a Shadow DPS weapon to a Healing Holy weapon. And it looks absolutely awesome. And I... Definitely recommend, I mean, almost every priest will try to get it because it is just such a cool uh, weapon. So that's why priests don't have a lot of class quests. Um, that's really their only significant class quest. But it is such a cool class quest that I definitely like the priest quest just, just for that. I really love that quest. Uh, it's extremely fun to do. Uh, it can be frustrating if you don't know what you're doing, but it's like a fun challenge to overcome. And I recommend every priest, uh, everybody who's trying to roll a priest, at least try it out. Um, so then we go into 
Well, let's go into just what the role of the priest is. So, the role of the priest from a healer point of view is you are you are whatever uh, your raid or your dungeon needs you to be. So, in a dungeon, you're going to be the only healer, obviously, um, unless you're running like an upper black rock spire. Uh, in which case, this doesn't really apply. But you're going to be the healer if you're playing a holy or disciplined priest. And you want to focus on keeping everybody alive. Uh, you want to be very judicial with your spell usage. So some spells uh, you definitely don't want to cast in PvE. Because the mana to healing ratio is just not good enough. And so some spells like that are Power Word Shield. It's a really strong um, spell for emergencies, but it doesn't it doesn't um, it doesn't heal enough to warrant the increased mana cost unless um, the target really really needs it. Um, and it is instant cast, so there is that advantage. But you definitely don't want to use it unless you have to. So keep that in mind. Um, as far as uh, you want to be using Renew, you want to be using your efficient heals, and you want to be down ranking when possible. And so all of that is like stuff that you'll just learn as you're playing. Like don't think that you have to cast the, your most powerful heal uh, all the time because then you'll just run out of mana. And mana conservation is very, very important as a priest or as any healer, but especially as a priest. Uh, let's see. In PvP, um, you want to stay alive. Um, and staying alive is a very difficult task for a priest. You don't have travel form or bear form like a druid. Um, you don't have like big uh, plate armor like a paladin or, or uh, male armor like a shaman. Uh, you don't have stuff like grounding totem as a shaman or earthbind totems to slow people and get them off you. You're pretty much relying on your team uh, and your self-healing and your um, psychic scream uh, when possible. So other things you want to be doing are dispelling. Dispelling is huge as a priest, huge. Dispelling is one of your primary purposes. Uh, let's say there's a frost mage on the enemy team that's giving you problems. You can dispel his frost barrier or ice barrier. Uh, let's say your paladin gets uh, sheeped. You can dispel your paladin so he gets unsheeped. Uh, you can, let's say your warrior gets frost bolted. You can dispel your warrior and get rid of the frost bolt so he's not slowed anymore. The spelling is absolutely massive for a priest in PvE. Um, and you'll be doing a lot of it. It's going to be one of your primary abilities is is your dispel magic. Absolutely crucial in PvP. Um, as far as uh, raiding goes, raiding, you're going to be filling whatever your, uh, your guild needs you to do, basically. Um... You can main tank heal, you can spot heal, you can AoE heal. You can basically do any of those because you're so um, you're so multi-purpose in your healing. You have so many different types of heals. Uh, and you can definitely abuse that to just um, to, to, to fill whatever role your guild needs you to do. Um, which is just a, it's a it's a nice thing to be a priest because there's basically uh, there's basically nothing you can't do. Uh, you'll also be dispelling uh, debuffs in PVE, so you're never gonna get away from dispel magic. Dispel magic is one of your absolute best friends. Uh, you're gonna be using it in on like certain fights like Shazra too. You can dispel the uh, the shield that. Shazra puts on himself too. Like, I'm basically just just glowing about uh, dispel magic because it is so strong. So, let's see. Um, 
as far as shadow goes in pvp shadow is just a powerhouse um you're giving up access to your holy spells uh in exchange for powering up your shadow and making yourself tankier by increasing your armor uh or by taking less damage and uh physical damage so it reduces physical damage you take when you're in shadow form and what shadow form does is you can't cast uh, you can't cast holy spells while you're in shadow form but you do increase 15% shadow damage and reduce physical damage you take by 15 so you're giving up the ability to heal yourself you can only cast stuff like power or shield on yourself because that's a um that's a discipline spell, uh, but in exchange, you're going to be doing a lot of shadow damage, and uh, shadow form is cool. Uh, it's a strong PvP uh, spec. PvE, it's you're normally going to run one shadow priest to buff your warlocks, because um, shadow priests get a talent called shadow weaving, and what that does is your shadow spells have a 100% chance to cause your target to be vulnerable to shadow damage. And the vulnerability increases the shadow damage dealt to your target by 3% and lasts 15 seconds, stacking up to 5 times. So the raid boss will take 15% more shadow damage when it's stacked up, which will affect all of your warlocks. So kind of how mages buff other mages with things like Winter's Chill. Uh, Shadow Priest buff Warlocks, um, and obviously themselves too, but you would normally only be running one Shadow Priest, and you might be running four, maybe even five, six, seven Warlocks. Um, so, they're kind of, it's very useful to help buff up the, uh, the Warlocks in your group. So, as far as um, PVE for Shadow Priests, um, you are definitely nerfed by the, uh, debuff limit. The debuff limit is very harsh for Warlocks, or for, well, for Warlocks too, but for Shadow Priests, because Shadow Priests have a lot of stuff that they want to be putting on the target. So, ideally, Shadow Priests will be able to use Shadow Word Pain, uh, but that takes up a diva slot. Ideally, they would have Shadow Weaving on the target, which is important to keep up there. Ideally, they would be using Mind Flay, um, which is a free second channel that the Shadow Priest does onto whatever the target is. And they take Shadow Damage, and their movement speed is slowed by 50% over the free seconds. So, that also, unfortunately, takes up a debuff slot. Um, and it can even be pushed off in PvE, so you'll start casting Mindflay, and then it'll get pushed off because some other dot will over or some other effect will override it. Um, and then uh, priests would also ideally be able to use Vampiric Embrace, which uh, is another debuff. So Shadow Priests just have a ton of debuffs, and what that does is your target, uh, whenever your target takes shadow damage with his debuff on it. Uh, all of your party members will be healed for 20% of any shadow damage dealt for one minute. So very useful in PvP. You can, um, like, a normal PvP fight, you would, like, put on your Shadow or Pain, put on your Vampiric Embrace, and then you start Mind Blasting and Mind Flaying and all of your shadow damage will heal you, so you become even tankier, which is just a cool thing. So, so that's, in general, like kind of what your role is in PvE and in PvP for the different uh, specializations. Now, I don't really differentiate between Holy and Discipline, even though they are very different. Um, they sort of play the same role as a healer. Uh, discipline also can do some good damage, um, but it's kind of like a, it's kind of just a different, um, it's a more offensive support 
whereas uh, Holy is a more defensive support is the best way I can put it. So let's just jump into some talents. So um, let's talk about Shadow first. So for Shadow, um, in PvP, uh, I, I sort, of, sort of came up with like a 13-0-31 build. Uh, which obviously has seven points left over because there is some some flexibility uh, in in pretty much all the shadow trees I have or in all the trees for priests there are like decisions to be made there are very few cookie cutter priest builds because there are certain things that you might want different depending on like what you're doing so for PvP uh, shadow priest you'll go your first five points will be in Blackout. So Blackout is the other talent you can get besides Spirit Tap. And it gives your Shadow Damage spells a 10% chance to uh, stun the target for three seconds. And that's on application. So you can actually fish for a stun with like a level 1 Shadow Word Pain by just chain casting level 1 Shadow Word Pain. And fishing for that 10% stun. Obviously very unreliable. Only 10%. But like if you're running away from someone. And they're chasing you. or And they're kind of far away. But they're you don't think they're going to give up. Or if you're trying to catch somebody. You can keep applying level 1 Shadow Word Pain. And going for the stun. Um, kind of funny. But it is a neat trick that you can do. Um, you put 2 points into improved Shadow Word Pain. Uh, always. In every shadow build because it's just your bread and butter um, three points into shadow focus which is one of the best PvE talents but there's nothing else to get for PvP and it's also useful for PvP and what it does is it reduces your ch targets chance to resist your shadow spells by 2% per level so that's 10% if you put all five points into which is insane that's 10% spell hit for your shadow spells nobody else gets that Nobody. That's unbelievable. It's like when everyone else is running around, like like mages have six percent chance to hit. Warlocks have zero. Uh, other classes have very low to almost none. Like druids have none. Uh, I haven't gotten to shaman yet, but basically, ten percent spell hit chances. Unbelievable. So you'll get three points for a PvP build. Uh, you get improved psychic screen. Reduce the cooldown of your psychic screen by four seconds. Um, you get Mind Flay, which I talked about. And then you get at least two points in Improved Mind Blast because you have to. But these are some of your flex points. So what Improved Mind Blast does is by for each point you put into it, it reduces the cooldown of your uh, Mind Blast spell by 0.5 seconds. So if you put five points in, it's 2.5 seconds. If you only put two points in, it's one second. Reduce cooldown. Um... And it's only an 8 second cooldown, so it's not very long, but it does help to just, because it is your primary ability. Mind Blast is very, very hard-hitting nuke that you're going to be using all the time. So you'll probably put free points into, but I'm not going to do it for you because there is at least some flexibility. Although I would say it's most likely what you're going to be doing. Uh, you get free points into Shadow Reach, increase the range of your Shadow Spells uh, by 20%. So, huge. Um, shadow Weaving. I talked about that. It just increases the... It puts a vulnerability on them that increases the damage they take from Shadow. You get Silence, which is one of the priest's great um, uh, abilities uh, for anybody who casts spells. Um, so, it silences the target, preventing them from casting spells for 5 seconds. Now, it doesn't do anything if you if you hit it with them while they're casting a spell. Like, it doesn't lock them out of a school. Instead, what it is, it's a blanket silence for five seconds. Um, but obviously, if they're casting a spell, you should silence it. It just won't lock them out for longer. It'll always last five seconds, assuming it's not on diminishing return. Uh, you get one point in Vampiric Embrace. I talked about that. And then you get five points in Darkness, which increases your shadow damage by 10%. And then finally, Shadow Form, which increases your shadow damage by 15%, 
reduce physical damage done to you by 15%, you can't cast holy spells. And it does take a global cooldown to come in and out of shadow form. And it does cost mana. So keep that in mind. Then in Discipline, we get Unbreakable Will. Increase your chance to resist stun, fear, and silence effects by 15%. So when I talked about how orcs have stun resist, and it's very rare, this is one of those uh, very rare uh, stun resist um, instances. And it's four priests in their talents. They get 15% stun resist. But on top of that, they also get fear and silence. So very, very, very powerful for PvP. And also for PvE, because the other talent is one specialization, which you will never go outside of leveling. So, uh, you get improved power word shield, I talked about that. Improved power word fortitude, so that just makes your stamina buff give 30% more stamina. Huge, very, very strong. Uh, inner focus, uh, when activated, reduces the mana cost of your next spell by 100%, and increases its critical effect chance by 25% if it is capable of a critical strike. So you want to use this on stuff that either you want to crit or that costs a shit ton of mana. So uh, you can either, or both, ideally both, but you can either use it as a mana um, to use less mana or increase the crit strike or both. Um, and then there are some flex points that, so that's the 13 points that I consider core in um, Discipline. And now, depending what you want to do with your with your PvP Shadow Priest, you can do things like Meditation. Allow 15% of your mana regeneration to continue while casting. Oh, one other thing. Sorry, I also missed Martyrdom. So, Martyrdom, this is also core. And it gives you a 100% chance to gain the focus casting effect, which lasts for 6 seconds after being the victim of a melee or ranged critical strike. And the focus casting effect prevents you from losing casting time when taking damage and increases resistance to interrupt effects by 20%. So it basically makes it so you can't be pushed back on your spells after you get crit in melee or ranged, uh, or by a melee or ranged attack, and it also increases your res resistance to interrupt effects by 20%. So very, very strong. So the flex points are meditation, uh, which you will be getting if you want to go deeper into discipline, and that just increases your mana regeneration while casting. Then you can get improved inner fire, increased armor bonus of your inner fire spell by up to 30% if you put free points into it. Uh, you can get improved mana burn, reduce the casting time of your mana burn spell by uh, 0.5. Or you can get uh, more points into shadow, or if you're feeling really frisky, you can even put some points into holy. But that's probably not the way to go, because keep in mind you cannot use your holy spells while in shadow form. So... That's your PvP Shadow Priest. I'm going to quickly uh, go over the PvE Shadow Priest because I just covered most of it. Uh, the big differences are you get Spirit Tap instead of Blackout, uh, just on the off chance that you kill something that gives XP or Honor. Uh, you can get an increase to your mana regeneration. Like if you kill like a trash, uh, trash mob on a raid fight, uh, you'll increase your mana regen. Uh, you'll be getting Shadow Affinity. Uh, at least at least some points into Shadow Affinity. Basically just reduces your fret. Uh, you want to get 5 points into Shadow Focus, so you get 10% chance to hit. Uh, you don't need Psychic Scream, you don't need Silence. Uh, you definitely want to max out your Mind Blast, because that's your most important um, damaging ability. Um, and yeah, those are the big ones. Um, in Discipline, you definitely want to get Meditation which allows 15% of your mana regeneration to continue while casting. You definitely want that for um, for a rating build. Um, and then we go into some of the healer builds. So for uh, holy, like a deep holy, like picking up light well, um, you would go healing focus, reduce the interruption uh, or it gives you a 70% chance to avoid interruption caused by damage while casting healing spells. Uh, holy Specialization, increase the critical, critical effect chance of your holy spells. Divine Fury, reduce the cast time of your smite, holy fire, heal, and greater heal spells. Uh, inspiration, 
this is a pretty big one. You want to make sure that your tank is always inspired, so you'll always have at least one priest on main tank healing. And what that does is it increases your target's armor by 25 for 15 seconds after getting a critical uh, heal effect from your flash heal, heal, greater heal, or prayer of healing. So you want to make sure your tank always has inspiration. So you want to make sure you are always have one priest um, healing your main tank. Uh, you get Holy Reach, increase the range of your uh, Prayer of Healing, and basically just your Prayer of Healing, because you're not picking up Holy Nova. Um, improved Healing, reduce the mana cost of your heal, lesser heal, and greater heal. Uh, improved Prayer of Healing, reduce the mana cost of your Prayer of Healing. Spirit of Redemption. Spirit of Redemption is a cool talent, and what happens is when you die, you become the Spirit of Redemption for 10 seconds. And what that does is you can't move, attack, or do anything except heal. Um, but you can heal, and you can't be affected, and you get infinite mana. So you can just spam your biggest heal for 10 seconds after you die. Um, spiritual Guidance, increase spell damage and healing by up to 25% of your total spirit. So, like I talked before in the Druid video, um, Priests operate off of spirit. It is one of their primary stats, um, because you get... Uh, meditation, which allows your mana regeneration to continue while casting. Uh, you get stuff like spiritual guidance, which increases your spell damage and healing by your spirit. And you also get the set bonus from BWL, which increases your spirit or increases your mana regeneration while... or uh, It allows 15% of your mana regeneration to continue while casting. So for that, you want as much spirit as possible. Spirit is a primary stat for priests. Uh, along with healing... And, uh, obviously, uh, mana per five seconds is still good for priests, and mana in general. Stuff that lets you heal for longer, basically. Uh, spiritual healing, increased amount of he by your healing spells by 10%. And then you can even get Lightwell. So Lightwell is a weird talent. Uh, always kind of a joke in vanilla, but it does have some uses. It's a physical um, healing, like, fount that you can put on the ground and then people can come up and they click on it and they will get a healing over time effect on them. And that healing over time effect will be interrupted by damage. So you want to make sure that it's, um, you want to make sure it's somewhere, uh, that people will be able to click on it easily and also where they won't be taking constant damage. So, and your, your, your rate kind of needs to know how to use it. So they don't just like use it and then immediately get hit by something and then just lose the whole thing. Um, but it is kind of... It can be useful if your raid knows what it's doing, basically. Um, Unbreakable Will. Increase your chance to resist stun, fear, and silence. Uh, also helpful in PvE. Because there are like the dragons, like Nefarian and Onyxia, fear. So you can just make sure that you don't get feared at least 15% of the time. Um, improved Power Word Fortitude, Improved Power Word Shield, um, Meditation, like I talked about, and Inner Focus. Same kind of same kind of deal in the Discipline. The Discipline tree is pretty much always going to be picking up the same talents because those are the good talents in Discipline. Uh, now, as far as a Discipline... Uh, uh, a discipline build, uh, you'll be going the same generic stuff um, that I've talked about in all of these videos or, or in all of these talent sections. Uh, improved inner fire, uh, and then when you get later deeper into the tree, you will be going mental strength because you have to to get to power infusion. Increase your maximum mana by 10%. Divine spirit. This is one of the priests' other. Um, Buffs, you definitely want at least one priest to go Divine Spirit, because what that does is he can buff the whole raid, and it increases their spirit, um, just like Power Word Fortitude increases their stamina. So, especially helpful for uh, mages, they get more mana off their evocate, priests, druids, anybody who takes advantage of spirit, basically. Uh, very good. Um, power Infusion. Infuse the target with power, increasing their spell damage and healing by 20%. Last 15 seconds. Um, just a really strong um, 
just a really strong uh, buff. You can either put it on your hardest hitting um, uh, magical uh, damage dealer, or on your um, high highest healing uh, whoever in your raid. Normally, you'll be using it for damage, uh, but you could buff like a paladin or another priest or a druid or a shaman, and they'll just start healing like crazy. And then, in terms of holy, you just go the generic stuff. Uh, holy specialization, increase your crit chance, reduce the cast time, reduce the mana, increase the radius of your prayer of healing, etc., etc. The usual stuff. Um, as far as a holy uh, PvP spec, uh, assuming we're still going light well, which even less useful in PvP than it is in PvE, uh, but if you want to try it, you could. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about this build. You can check all the builds out in the description. Uh, this is basically just something I threw together. Not that many people would go this deep. Normally, if you're going to go holy, you would just go 30 points and then pick up Divine Spirit um, in the Discipline Tree. But, you know, I threw it out there if someone wants to tinker with it. Um, and then, as far as a... The discipline tree, um, that's basically a PvP tree. You can use it in PvE, but the discipline tree is basically a PvP um, spec. Uh, but it's a more offensive spec. So you would be using it to buff um, your other magical damage dealers, obviously. And you can assist in DPSing when you're not healing. And you can be more of an offensive priest. Uh, but it, you do give up Spirit of Redemption, and Spirit of Redemption is pretty strong. But hey, if you're not dying, then Spirit of Redemption is obviously worthless. But and Power Infusion would be more helpful. But yep, I think those are the trees covered. Um, let's see, is there anything I didn't cover? I think I got everything. Consumables. The generic healer stuff, mana potions, dark runes, um, uh, plus healing, like foods, uh, night fin soup for mana regen, um, the weapon oils, mana oils, stuff like that. You know, the usual stuff. Maybe I'll do a whole consumable podcast episode where I just talk about all the consumables. Uh, but it's it's pretty much the generic ones for healers. Um, stuff that buffs spirit, obviously. Um, but yeah. So that's the Priest. Uh, it's a very fun class. Um, it can be a bit frustrating if you're playing with people who don't know what they're doing. In PvP, at least. Because you do rely on your team to uh, help you. It's not nearly as um, self-sufficient as say like a paladin because you don't have plate armor you don't have bubbles to save yourself uh, especially if you're playing alliance uh, your fear is not super helpful for saving yourself because there are so many undead uh, it obviously will save you but it's not like it's not like a guarantee save um, so if you're it can be a little frustrating to play if you are dying a lot. Uh, but you do feel very powerful when you're playing a priest. Uh, in PvE especially, you'll feel like a juggernaut. Um, you'll have very good uh, sustainability. You have a lot of options in your toolkit. Druids will innervate you. Oh yeah, innervate. That's just a great feeling when somebody innervates you because you're a priest and you get innervates. Uh... And yeah, you can pretty much do whatever. As far as shadow, there are some um, there are some stuff you will have to get over. Like you do need uh, a guild that's willing to take a shadow priest. Um, but normally, it is one of the uh, it is one of the hybrid classes that people will normally take at least one of. People normally take at least one um, shadow priest. So. But you will be mostly there for the shadow weaving, so don't expect to be doing great damage. Um, but hey, if you're playing a priest, you can expect to be top of the meters at least. 
priests are often very very high on the meters and they have a big impact in pve and pvp priest is one of the uh high population classes a lot of people enjoy playing uh priests and they are definitely fun so i do recommend trying them out if you haven't before i recommend every class so you know you can only play one in vanilla at least in the beginning so keep that keep that in mind god i don't know why i got fixated on that in this episode uh but hopefully you guys enjoyed um and i will be back with another class um next time whenever that is hopefully next week maybe the week after all right have a good one